Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Greetings, international whores, European sluts, and a few girls from Mizzou. This is your host, Billy Presida, and this is the Man Whore Podcast. Yes, this is the Man Whore Podcast, a sex-positive quest for love, the show where every week I sit down with my past partners and ladies of the night and failed dates, talk about sex, dating, gender, sexuality, and why the hell I'm still single. Broadcasting to you guys uh, from Iceland. Yeah, yeah, Iceland. You know, that thing, uh, those, those people you played in The Mighty Ducks. Why am I in Iceland? It's a very good question, guys. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, on a whim, oops, ended up in Amsterdam over the weekend. No reason why. Not, I don't know. Uh, I turned 25 on Thursday. Uh, happy birthday to me. And I don't know. I, I had been feeling an inkling to kind of escape and get out of the country. So I don't know. I, uh... <laughs> I, on a whim, uh, about a week ago, on Friday, Friday night after work, I got on the subway, and, uh, and on my way home, instead of going home to Brooklyn, I got on a bus to Atlantic City, and I have this money in my pocket, I'm like, this money should be going towards a trip for myself, that, like, clearly there's a yearning inside of me to take. But uh, I said, fuck it. I'm going to go to Atlantic City and ruin my heart and soul. I did tell myself, though, if I win a certain amount of money, I'm going to say fuck it and go to Europe. Well, uh, after I got off that bus, about 10 hours later, I had won about $1,100. I got on a bus back to New York. Took a nap, woke up, and uh, booked a flight to the cheapest city there was. In between, to go through, I've got to go through Iceland uh, for, for both trips. And, you know, maybe I should have thought about it. I didn't, there was no plan. I mean, I bought a ticket on Sunday, and I flew out on a Thursday night. And I probably should have thought this one through a bit. Like, I probably should have jerked off before buying that ticket. Just like clear clear the system a little bit. I should have done that before I even went to Atlantic City. Because so many decisions. Uh, guys, I'm sure you're with me on this one. Ladies, maybe you'll, you'll be able to now make sense of so many things that a man has done or said to you. When you realize, oh, like he's just all pent up. A lot of times if we, if we just get a quick stroke on, we might realize, oh, whatever I wanted to do, didn't need to do. I'm good now. I'm sated. <laughs> Some people have a drink, some people do some coke. Uh, I gamble and then fly internationally. And, and, and so now I'm in Europe. Uh, I'm actually on the tail end of things. I'm, I'm coming down towards the end of a, an 11-hour layover in Reykjavik, no, uh, Kef, Keflavik. Keflavik International Airport in Iceland. But Amsterdam was great, guys. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, again, there's the legal weed, and I, I, I partook. Uh, I inhaled. I said, fuck it. I'm here. When in Rome or Amsterdam, you know, whichever. 
but a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it's a super old city, and uh, if, if, if you already know me, then you know I'm a big history buff. If you don't know me yet, well, now you know I'm a big history buff. So it was cool, like, uh, going to go see a, a city that's been around for quite some time. It was, it was an old fishing village at first, and then just blew up and became this really big uh, European city. Obviously, when you're talking about Amsterdam, besides the legal marijuana, there's also the legal uh, prostitution. You got the whole red light district out there. And that's something very interesting. Uh, that I'm, I, I take a pro sex worker stance on this show, and that includes legal prostitution because fuck it, if it's free to give away, if it's legal to give it away for free, but illegal to sell that same thing, then how does that make any sense? Oh, yeah, because, like, if a woman was able to control her own body and sexuality, then she might actually be in charge of something and that a man's not going to profit off of. So, God forbid we, we made that possible, right, guys? It's much easier if we just slut-shame them and call them whores and that they're going to hell for banging people. And um, I walked around the red light district. It was interesting. Uh, all, both times, you just see crowds of, of bros. Here's what I thought was funny about the red light district. Anytime <coughs> walking around there, there was this, you'd always see packs, packs of bros, like bachelor parties and just frat boys. And they'd, they'd swarm around red light district windows and point and be like, oh my God, she's so hot. Yeah, man, you should bang her. No, man, I'm not going to do it. You do it. No, not me, man. I can't. I can afford that. Why don't you do it? Man? Come on, you're the crazy one. You're supposed to fuck all the bitches. Do it, bro. And then no one would do it. <laughs> Everyone would wuss out <laughs> and then go back to America and talk about how they did do it because that would be the cool thing to do. Because, hey, guys, again, uh, it's totally cool if you go to Amsterdam and bang a prostitute so long as you didn't go to Amsterdam and become a prostitute because logic. I found that interesting, uh, all that peer pressure leading to nothing because uh, <laughs> everyone claims to be such a man... And guys, we have, a, we have quite the, the special episode coming up of the Man Whore Podcast, The Sex Positive Quest for Love. I actually interviewed one of the prostitutes in the Red Light District, uh, a, a lovely young woman named Sherry. Had quite the great, interesting conversation. Uh, I did not cherry pick uh, any particular prostitute with a great story or bad story. She's not going to be representative of everyone who works in the Red Light District, but it will give you guys the perspective of a real sex worker in a, where sex work is legal. So I'm very excited to put that one out in a few weeks, guys. So just stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you, know, you listen to your podcasts. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to that RSS feed. Very excited about that, guys. I'm always also very excited... To read you guys' uh, kind words to me. So oh, please keep the, that fan mail coming in. Makes my day uh, to wake up to stuff like this. Like uh, this one email I got from this couple in Oregon. Super sweet. Uh, I woke up one morning I got this email. says, uh, my girlfriend and I are both bartenders who look forward to listening to your show on Thursday nights while we make dinner. We've recently been doing this sexual awakening thing and we have found that your show gives us a lot to talk about that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise thought of we are starting to try new things and it's great to have some inspiration through listening to an honest guy's perspective on a variety of sexual topics we also have some other comments on the show 
We are really rooting for you to get a girlfriend. Hey, man, me too. I am also rooting for me to get a girlfriend as well. So I'm glad we have that mutual interest. We would love more in-depth updates, perhaps during the opening monologue, about your dating life and how the lessons you're learning from your hookups are affecting what you're doing now. Kristen, my lovely lady, is especially interested if you tell your current dates about your podcast and how they react. As for me, I'd be interested to know more about how you affect the women on your show. What did they learn from you, if anything? Dude, that's a really heavy if. Um, I'm not sure how much they were learning from me. Or I don't know how much of uh, any productive things. Like, I didn't teach anyone how to do their own taxes. You know, like, that would have been a thing that would have I would like to learn from a partner. Also... Kathy has been both of our favorite guests to date. Cutest laugh ever. Needless to say, we are huge fans of yours. If we are ever in the New York area, we would absolutely buy you a beer. Eli and Kristen. Shout out to Eli and Kristen. Thank you so much for that, for that email. Warms my, warms my heart, guys. This makes me feel so great. Guys, again, if you want to tell me uh, nice, sweet things like that or really shitty, horrendous, mean stuff, uh, please be sure to send it over to uh, manhorpod at gmail.com. Don't forget all you tri-staters. I uh, I am performing live stand-up comedy on June 20th at 8 o'clock at the Slaughter Stand-Up Summer Showdown uh, comedy competition uh, over in Slotsburg, New York. Free admission at Characters Bar and Restaurant. Would love uh, y'all support. No need to make a reservation. Just show up. Uh, come find the whore. Give me a hug. Wish me luck. Should be a good show. Uh, this week's This week's episode, guys... Is, is certainly a treat, as always. We've got Emily on the show. Uh, I haven't seen Emily in a few years. It was very fun catching up with her. Guys, she's a Tinder success story. Two years now. Or a year. I should probably re-listen to the episode. And then re-record this part. But I'm not going to do that. No, we're just going to go with it. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it, was really, it was fun chatting with her. We talked about the, the, the tins. The Tinder. Uh, we talked about slut shaming and online dating and how it can be uh, difficult being an aggressive, assertive woman who knows what she wants and embraces her sexuality. We also talked about those ridiculous rules on female sexuality or, or just dating in general. Stuff like waiting for the third date before you kiss the guy or when you're allowed to fuck him or if you're allowed to tell him you want to fuck him or not. We talk about all that, uh, that interesting stuff, all that, that gender inequality bullshit when it comes to the world of dating all in all fun fun little episode we had here guys so i'm not gonna bore you guys too much with my words i'm i'm gonna take in my last i don't know hour and a half two hours of iceland and i'll I'll share with you guys more about the uh the amsterdam trip in upcoming episodes especially in uh in my episode with sherry from the red light district so let's get uh, to the episode with Emily. Don't forget, next week, uh, very, very excited for our sex researcher, Dr. Sana Vrangalova. But for this week, guys, tune in, relax, sit back, and enjoy this week's episode of the Man Whore Podcast. Let's listen in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
yourself. All right. You burped? I think I'm good, yeah. Got the good burp out? No, it, it feels nice. like it's still in there. All right. Do you want to no, okay. go ahead and I'm okay. get that one out there? I'm okay. <laughs> um, well, well, hello. Hello, Emily. Hi. How, <laughs> guys, uh, say hello to Emily. All right, Emily, say hello <laughs> to you guys. Hey, hey, Hi. guys. Uh, yeah, I'm up, in a, I'm up in her very swanky pad. This is definitely an upgrade from the dorm room. This is an that upgrade. I, that I was in. Yes. Uh, how, how are you? I'm how good. You I'm really good. Doing all right? Yeah. I'm, I'm semi-furious sitting here because you're wearing a Patriots shirt. So yeah. That's a problem with me, but I'll try to get over it. I'm okay. Gonna, try. I'm going to do my best. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so Emily, I haven't seen you in, I don't know, uh, like three, four years, yeah, something like that. I think, yeah, three years. How the fuck you been? <laughs> What's going? I yeah. fuck them. Fill me in on four <laughs> years. Um, so there's so much eye contact because we're actually sitting across from each other. It's kind of funny. Um, I'm, a, I'm a good eye contact yeah, no, guy. Good, I feel like good. I feel like on a date, I'm. I'm engaging. Yeah. I'm making eye contact. I feel I'm locked in. Sometimes listening. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Emily, you've, you've got one of those boyfriend things. I do. Yeah, I do. How's how's that going? It's really good. How how long have you guys been dating? Uh, almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah. Okay, Mazel and stuff. That's oh, cool. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're a chosen person, right? I am. Okay, just checking. Uh, Mazel he, well received. Yeah. Is he, I don't even know if I used it properly. <laughs> it just sounds it fun to say. Yeah, it was great. Uh, is he also? Yes. One he of is. the Jews. He no? is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and you guys met on? We met on Tinder. On the Tinder. Guys, we have a Tinder success story. We met on Tinder. I love Tinder. Was I just think it's, <laughs> I'm so in support of Tinder. I just think it's the greatest thing. Yeah. What, now, why, why do you love Tinder? Well, I guess I love Tinder because I met my boyfriend okay, on but it. Okay, but before that, you know. So here's the thing, though. I honestly only used it um, for a few weeks before I met him. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like the full Tinder, like Tinder long, summer long Tinder experience. Okay. Um, but it I, wasn't grease for you. You didn't have uh, <laughs> Tinder loving happen so fast. No, um, but I did. So since I do travel a lot all over the country, one of my favorite things to do is open up Tinder in different cities and see kind of what like the local talent was like and the local what talent, the, what the people were you like just on call, Tinder. Did you just call men talent? The local talent, yeah. I, I like that. I think, yeah, I think that's the appropriate <laughs> term for that. So, you know, when you're in Nashville, the guys are different than when you're in St. Louis and when you're in New Orleans and it's all different. So it's interesting. The one thing that I hated about that was when I got back to New York, I guess maybe it was still in early phases of Tinder. I, I haven't been on it in a long time, but the location didn't update fast enough. So I would be talking to someone or see someone's picture and it said, you know, five miles away. And I'm like, great, this is awesome. And then when I would open it up again, it would say 2,000 miles away. Well, so, so when you first got on Tinder, what was your like purpose or goal? I really just wanted to cliche, have a fun summer and just... So you just wanted to yeah, have some fun, hook have up, fun some casualness. And just enjoy it. I'm finally, I'm back in New York and I love my apartment and I love my job and, and I'm not you, like miserable in school. And, and you met this guy and you were like, fuck, I found a guy I love. <laughs> was not the plan. <laughs> it was not, totally not. Um, yeah, I just wanted to meet people, I guess, and I feel like... So you, now this son I got into a debate with, with uh, some other guests so you thought Tinder was a hookup app? 
Yes. You didn't think it was for dating. No, I okay. didn't. And somebody explained it to me because I was on OkCupid briefly before that. And I, I, I needed someone to spell out what the different dating things were for. Okay. So I found out that if it's a service that you're paying for, something like what, like Match.com, I think, or, or eHarmony, eHarmony yeah, sure, sure, that you're Sparkology. for real and that you want to get married and you want to be in a serious relationship right away. And that's why you're on that. No. Okay. Well, I, no, no, keep going. Yeah, yeah. And then on the the free ones like the Plenty of Fish or OkCupid, um, you could potentially date. Some people were there under like the facade of dating, but they really just wanted to have sex. The facade. Of yeah, dating. there was like a lot of smoke and mirrors with those. And then when Tinder came out, someone said this is a hookup thing. This is just fun. There's none of that crap with the dating websites. And I went out on two dates, two online dates, and. I thought they went really well. We had from, from OkCupid. Okay. And we had fun and we were laughing and it was like a multiple hour event where it wasn't like a we went to get a drink, it wasn't working, we parted ways or whatever. They were long nights where I thought, I mean, the guy was driving, he spent so much money, it's ridiculous. And I didn't end up going home with either of them the first night mm-hmm. and then I never heard from them again. Oh. And I just thought, hey, if you had just communicated what you were looking for, yeah, we could have just, avo- I, pe- women like sex. Like, wh- yeah. I, it's like such Wait, so a- if they just said, listen, I'm kind of looking to like have some drinks and go back to my place, pretend to watch a movie, you would have been down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I would have just preferred to have been told and if I wasn't into it, I would have said, hey, thank you so much for being honest i'm really not looking for that good luck godspeed you don't have to spend a hundred dollars and four hours of your life on me and then never talk to me again it's way it's more simple than that wait, wait so now so let, let's let's dissect this a little bit okay so had they said there are these two guys let's call them jake and amir okay because sure. i'm gonna pretend they work at college humor <laughs> jake had just said hey I want to like, get some drinks, have sex. You you would have been into that with him. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. And but because he and did he ask you to go back to his place? Yes, but so here's the thing: I didn't realize at that point that it was like a do or die kind of thing. I didn't realize that had I gone back with him, I probably would have had sex, maybe seen him again, maybe not. But instead, I didn't because I thought maybe this was like a cute first date and so people don't do that on the first date. And people don't, don't fuck on the first date. People they, don't fool around on the first date. They certainly do. But I mean, at this point it was really late. I was really drunk and I just was kind of like, okay. I like him. He okay. was fun. And I mean, there were some red flags about him that I didn't, uh, his favorite city is Jacksonville, Florida, which yeah, I thought was... That's definitely a red flag. I thought it was who just... F- who the fuck's favorite city is Jacksonville, it was, Florida? It's like your favorite football team being the Rams. Like, that's a problem. Yeah. So... And I kind of just let that one go because he was funny and we had fun okay, okay. and whatever. So, so so he never called you back? No. Why didn't you call him? I Why didn't you be like, yo, yo I, want, I want some D. So I sent him a text and then he never answered. And then I was kind of like, all right, uh, bye. Bye forever. So. What about Amir? Amir is the same kind of thing. Although I, I made it twice out with him. Okay. So, and then I did have sex with him. Hey. Okay. And I didn't hear from him again. Oh. So well, I, I well that's a, that's a lie. He like Snapchatted me, and I thought that was whatever. What did he Snapchat you? Random pictures. Isn't that fucking weird? I have girls who like they end up not being interested later on, yeah. but they keep 
they keep me on their uh it's like an email blast yeah they keep me on their snapchat blast it's impersonal but like i'm involved yeah. with it but you all i always wonder is it impersonal like it was it's it was you, weird i think so you can tell when something's just like a generic goes everyone. Right. snapchat you can kind of right. get the vibe when they want to say hey billy versus when they're like right here's everybody guys look what i'm doing right. it's a dog it's adorable yeah i sent one out a mass one today i got um like pot stickers for lunch and they gave me hot sauce they asked if i wanted hot sauce and i was like yeah definitely and um of course why when i got I back to sauce? my desk i found that they had given it to me in a, a tiny ziploc bag and I just thought that was so funny. I sent that's I sent that to everyone because I thought that was really hilarious. Hot sauce in a Ziploc bag. I just is that it's not funny. No, it's not funny. Okay, well, all right. I'm sure everyone really appreciated that. <laughs> seven a little, to ten I'm seconds. I'm thinking about you during the day, and this Ziploc bag of sauce made me think of you. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I'll, now I'm going to think a little more, I guess, when I'm sending these <laughs> I didn't mean to make you self-conscious <laughs> about your Snapchats. You Snapchat however you want. All right. Just, okay, I will. Wait, so, <laughs> but I, I find that annoying when, when people who I was into, yeah, they they keep Snapchatting me, and, and I'm like, okay, let's go out. No. I'll be like, then fucking right. get me off your blast. Right. Then please don't send me this picture of you walking your dog in the park. Like, why do I don't want to see you that? enjoying yourself and being happy yeah. if I'm sitting here alone and sad inside. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. right? It's, very, it's, it's weird. Okay. Snapchat has yeah, done a lot for that situation. All right. Now, yeah. now, who asked who up to the place? You or Amir? Um, we'll work our way up to the boyfriend. I'll make up a name <laughs> for him, too. Um, I think, I guess it was Amir. Well, he asked, he came over here. So he came to my apartment. But did you invite him up? Like who, He asked if I'm he could come who, over, okay. and I said, yeah, come over. And you guys just say the come over. Yeah. You guys didn't, like, say, yo, I want to... I want to touch your body. I suppose it was implied. I, I no, I'm sure it's implied. Yeah. I just no, I didn't verbatim say I want to do it. Like come over. It was more, hey, like let's hang out. Would have been impressed if you did say it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm not impressive. No, no, you're very, very impressive. <laughs> I didn't say Despite it. Despite your Patriot shirt, you have a very impressive home. <laughs> Thank and you. Thank you. You have one of those real job things that I don't have. Yeah. So, yeah it's no, weird. Um, it's my first real job, though. So, And I'm a couple years older than you. So, yeah. Are so you? How old are you? Yeah. I'm 20, I just turned 26. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You'll get there. I'm wise now and old. <laughs> I, I'm 25 in like a couple of days. Oh, um, okay. Well, never yeah. mind. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. So, and, and so, now, so Jake and Amir bus. Okay, yeah. Cupid. Yeah. What happened to your Okay, Cupid profile? What, what, what made you jump ship to the Tinder? I just kind of didn't like all the crap i just thought it was too much and and there's this weird standard where if a woman if i were to say hey like i just want to have sex like it's not i'm like aggressive and it's too much and, fuck those guys i hear I that know. and i say those fucking <laughs> pussies that can't handle an aggressive woman and don't then know. don't just say okay i don't like that yeah. but go like oh well, you're aggressive they're fucking it up for everyone else because now they're yeah. making aggressive women who rightfully so can totally be that's who you are yeah but now they're making you question it yeah but i don't think it's aggressive i think there's this whole thing where women are terrified of being called like a slut not even a slut well yeah a slut, yeah. but like all these bad words like bitch and aggressive and like there's just wait this, who like, says connotation who's this guy sorry to i know you're about to make a profound point but who's the guy who's like you're saying yo i think you're cute i want to have sex with you and he's calling you a bitch who's <laughs> who's who's saying that I understand um, if you're like you're a whore and you're gonna go to hell. I understand me, where they're coming I, from. Who's insulting I you? I think yeah. I guess maybe I think like <laughs> in my mind these words like aggressive go along with 
bitch. Okay. I don't know. It's just, I guess. Okay. And it's this thing where, like, I don't ever want someone to be like, oh, you're an aggressive person. I just think in their mind, they're like, bitch, bitch, bitch. Like, I think they just don't. I don't know. But so it puts, like, a sour taste in people's mouths. And then, uh, I don't know. I think, like, there's this whole thing about, like, okay, Cupid. And they're like, no, like, let's get to know each other. And, I mean, I spent weeks texting these people. I texted someone when he was, like, on vacation in Europe with his family. Just why are you putting in all that effort if you're only interested? And so, of course, I assumed, which was possibly my mistake, too. But I assumed that they were like, hey, like, let's hang out and see where it goes. And not... I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It was confusing. But anyway, so I I did the Tinder because um, I heard it was like bullshit free. And I heard that it was, you know, just very cut to the chase. And hey, I swiped right. I think you're attractive. Obviously, this is where this is going. And you talk a little bit. If you want to exchange phone numbers, you do. If you don't, then whatever. And if nothing else, it's a really good ego boost. Because when you have all these pop ups, like, oh, they liked you too. It's a match. It's a match. Like, great love. Like, go do something about it. And Tinder sends those really funny messages, yeah. like, which I thought was so cool. And I think it's just a nice way to pass time and people find you attractive and you don't have to go sit at a bar and you know i don't know i like how that's the there's a threshold between uh what you find like as an ego boost and something that some of us men would think would be an ego boost that you find just um disgusting so uh tinder swipes ego boost but on the other side the uh a cat call on the street be like Yo, mommy, your ass look good today. Uh, yeah, so not see, so good. But I don't dislike that. You do? Oh, so, you like the cat calls? I don't dislike it. I think it's. Okay. I mean, if it's you Let's know, hear. if it's too much, if it's invading your space bubble, there's, a, there's, there's a, always too much. Yeah, but. there's a there's a line there, but I don't dislike that. Tell, I think. It's, tell me more. I don't know. I just think it's like, oh, thank you. Like I think you know this guy on the subway. <laughs> this was too much, but I just thought it was. <laughs> it was too much. I was sitting on the subway and uh, this guy leans over and he was like a, a dirty man. I don't know. I, I don't man. know what his background. He could have been working hard, <laughs> a manual labor job. I don't know what he was doing, but he wasn't clean. <laughs> he's, a and he's a dirty man. He leaned over and he goes, you got some you got some pretty little feet. Which was really just a gross comment. And instead of saying like, oh, excuse me, I was like, oh, thanks. And I just kind of went back to my Candy Crush game, and that was that. I didn't move my seat. I just was, that was kind of it. <laughs> What's, what was like your be- the best cat call that you've ever gotten, if um, you can remember? So, let's see. I guess I was in a bar downtown. I love that you already know. No, this well, I, this is like, uh, okay. I remembered this, and I, like, I feel like I talked. I had like a bunch of friends that were standing around at this time, and everyone's kind of mouths just dropped, and... I think he like I was like walking through at a in a bar and it was really really loud and he got really close to me and he was like I want to I'm gonna marry you you're you're the perfect girl I'm gonna marry you and like it was really creepy and you know retrospectively like what the hell but I was like oh my god what a sweet oh my god really so like a part of you is like this guy's insane the other part's like yeah this might be my next husband oh my goodness what a story hey how did you guys meet oh well the funniest he predicted thing it. he said we were gonna get married in this really loud sweaty <laughs> bar downtown isn't that just the sweetest story so i don't know i mean i don't know whatever if you feel so compelled to tell me that you think i'm attractive in the street then go for it and all the while you know that most men that are doing that do it to every female and possibly effeminate males that are walking by like they are they are not thinking of me specifically. I don't take personal offense or anything like that. I just think it's, I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to be appreciated. I don't know. 
cat call is feeling <laughs> appreciative. Okay. Okay. So uh so so yeah, uh the the Tinder. Tinder. Met the boyfriend. Yeah. Was that a hookup first or was that a uh You know, not really. It was um so he actually came over here the first time that we met. We had been talking a lot and I just And you just invited him over. I was like, you know what, just come over. I was at the have you heard of the Bordy Barn? You know. So it's this ridiculous place in the Hamptons. I was there babysitting with my girlfriend for the weekend and anyway. So after this experience at the Bordy Barn, which I mm. recommend you should check out. Okay. Um I just felt compelled to invite him over. And so he came over and I I feel like I clicked with him already kind of over the phone and texting. And um, I just really liked him. And we kissed that night, and that was it. That was it. That was it. He came over, acted like a gentleman. He slept over. Slept. He he slept slept over. over. Yeah. There were cuddles. Yeah, a little bit. But it was just a little bit of kissing, and that was it. And I was kind of like, oh, I like him. Like, it was really, you know, it was because I had been talking to him. And then when I met him, I was like, wow. Wow. I do like him. And I was sort of a mess when he came over. I had just come from this ridiculous trip in the Hamptons, and... Um, he called me the next day and asked if I wanted to have dinner with him. And I was like, oh, okay. So, I don't know. Kind of just went, I knew right away that I, I really liked him. You like to keep him close. Because, uh, I mean, like, as you, I mean, you invite this guy right over. I remember when we went out, I think the bar was like a block from your dorm. Yeah. I think it might have almost been across the street. Yeah, so it's, it's like, it was. It was across <laughs> the street. You were like, I want to stay close because if this goes well, <laughs> we're fucking going up. I don't want to get in a cab. I don't want to have like a yeah. whole thing. I just want to be home. Yeah. And I really, I love that I live alone. So it's never an awkward, this is just mine. So there's no one that's going to be yeah. here. And I have to say, hey, excuse me. See, you that's know? the ego boost for me though. What? I live, I live in a five bedroom duplex. Sure. And, and if I have a woman over and they all see her leave or come in, yeah, that's like an eagle boost for me because like, hey, they all know that like someone thinks I'm cute. Like yeah. that validates me in some strange way. I, I definitely understand that. That sort of reminds me of being in college. When you have the guys that are like, yeah, Billy, yeah, man. And like high-fiving you under like the breakfast table while you eat cornflakes. And I feel like that's, I don't know. I tell people if That was a very eloquent, eloquent way of saying, Billy, you need to grow up. <laughs> that was a very, that was, uh, that was no, the sweetest no. way you could have done it. I just think that everyone's <laughs> at different places and, I, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but I don't know. And, of course, a part of me was like, what am I doing inviting over this essential stranger to my house this is insane i could totally get murdered and oh you my know god it's, so but uh, hello i did it you this know wh- I this had, is where i that's uh, well i ha- he was right. here no you <laughs> got you got I him here but how uh, is that still in 2014 even like a thought because still a thing <sighs> i don't know i just think that it could happen. I mean, you hear about a horrible yeah, but it could happen if you pick up a guy at the bar. That guy could be so. Can, totally. can we? Can we get? Uh, Anyone can be a killer. Yeah. I guess, so it's like, can we point. get? Can we? I want to get past the place where everyone's like, "Oh my god, you met someone on Craigslist! Like they could have killed you." I'll be like, "Yeah," and so could have your fucking neighbors. So Anybody relax. can kill you. That's true. Anyone could murder you. I, I get. I get. I get your point. Yeah. I get your point. In any event, he did come over, and I got over my fear of being murdered by someone I met via the internet. But, um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I knew kind of right away that I really, I really liked him. So That's adorable. Isn't it? That's right. Yeah. I've not met too many, uh, Tinder success stories. No, but I feel like it's that kind of thing where if you say you met on Tinder, someone else's 
immediate reaction is to say, oh, my sister's trainer's niece met her boyfriend on Tinder. And people try to really normalize it and say that they know someone else that's done it. I think like there's well, like, still a lot of people know that people have done Tinder. I feel yeah. like, but the like a boyfriend, like yeah. I'm waiting to see the Tinder marriage. That's what I uh, want to see. Yeah. What does the Tinder someday. marriage look like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someday they don't I say don't any know. vows, no words. They just uh, <laughs> and uh, you they may now it's via iPad and they swipe a choice and there's a digital ring and it'll be all yeah. Yeah, I was gonna fast <laughs> fast ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, he's like you may now swipe right on the bride. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. And then we can skip this and get straight to the reception, get drunk, and uh, make poor decisions with people that we'll never see again. Does that not sound like a really great time? That sounds like know. the best Sounds's wedding ever. Really great, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if someone's listening and wants to get married on Tinder, that's well, the way Emily, to do maybe it. maybe you will be. The, maybe. maybe one day you could be the first Tinder marriage. Maybe weird. Maybe I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're not meeting up with random men on the internet. I'm not doing that anymore. <clears throat> not hooking up with them in the in the twin XL. No. No? Ugh. Now you got the boyfriend. No, I think that was a standard length bed. I don't think that was an XL. Uh, um, That was the problem. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's really good, though. And I feel like now <clears throat> I want to explore New York City. I feel like I'm super cheesy now, and I just want to do fun things and... Go on picnics to Governor's Island, and I don't know. Going to Brooklyn is like a big thing for me, because I'm. It's no. You've been here how many years? No, yeah, for for a while. Um, I don't know. I still have that weird mental block with going to Brooklyn. Okay. So, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff there. I'm discovering. You live there. Yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, because I pretend to be a poor person. (laughs) No, Brooklyn's like number two on the most expensive cities now. It's just right behind (coughs) Manhattan. So I don't know. I I live in like cheap, cheap Bushwick. Like not like cool hipster like Lena Dunham Bushwick. I live in like (laughs) fried chicken, you know, liquor store Bushwick. Okay, okay, maybe not your neighborhood. I'm I'm like the J train. My my Tinder my Tinder profile thing. My little line says, uh, "Hold on," says something. Oh, you're gonna check. What does it say? Something along the lines of what you said. I've, I'm currently. I've, I've got a third, four. I've got. I've got a fourth date with a uh, oh. with a Tinder girl tomorrow. Okay. See yeah. Tinder. I'm trying it. I'm trying because here's the thing. When I first got Tinder, when I first got Tinder, I uh, I had it as a hookup app. Okay. No. I'll even back up one more step. When I first found out about Tinder from a bunch of the male comics. Um, that I'll do like stand up with at shows and open mics. They were talking about Tinder. Okay. Not on stage. They were talking about like amongst each other. Like, Yo, man, check out all these chicks. I'm fucking from Tinder. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, I, I got this one buddy, Zach, who uh, he, when he's not being a comedian, he's um, he part times as a model. Okay. Because he's beautiful. Sure. We, I hate him. <laughs> I love him. He's great. He's Zach's funny. <laughs> super. You know, he's funny. He's nice. But fucking, he looks like Tom Brady, but better. It's, mm. uh, it sucks. Um, wow. And he does stand up. It's like, this isn't for you, man. Go be yeah. happy with life. Oh. No, but so he, he uh, <laughs> shows me, he's like, he's the one who like first showed me Tinder and okay. he was, he was saying like, yeah, my, I have this problem because the women on Tinder, they'll swipe right on me and then we start chatting and they say, your picture's fake. That's not really you. You oh stole that gosh. from some like magazine. <laughs> and he's like, so essentially he's too pretty for Tinder. Oh. <laughs> what a shame. How hard for him. What a hard life he must have. Such a rough life for Mr. Yeah. Zach. Um, my thing. So my, my Tinder profile. 
It's got me on stage. All right. Uh, get, get, and second picture is, of course, uh, the, the logo for the Manhoer podcast. Okay. Uh, you know, got to self-promote. Got to get a plug in there. Yeah, yeah. got to get the plug. Uh, but, but my little thing just says, um, stand-up comedian NYC, host of the Manhoer podcast on iTunes, professional poor person. Okay. I, I want to get it right out there in the open. Be like, hey, ladies, <laughs> you I don't. You are not going to get jewelry and fine life with me. It's going to be real. We're like, third date, we're splitting dinner. Uh, yeah, like, but, you I, know, everyone's I'm, just trying to, everyone's doing that. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, no. But the Tinder, uh, so uh, when I first got on it, when I first found out about it, I was like, that sounds disgusting. That's like, because I'm annoyingly progressive, like uh, to a point that people vomit and are like, Billy, can you. <laughs> Just be a guy. Like, can you stop trying to change the world through words? <laughs> so I was like, that's, that sounds so base level and gross and disgusting. Okay. And eventually I was like, that's disgusting. I should try it. Uh, <laughs> the natural progression of things. This is a natural progression. Yeah. So I, I got on and, and I got my swipes and I met up with a couple folk, had a couple hookups. Yeah. I was using it for like only I just wanted to like I was like I'm not going to date someone from Yeah, Tinder. but everyone were they on the same page as you or well, Yeah. Yeah. Um I made sure of that because I know I could tell right away this thing's fucking ambiguous. Uh I don't like that there's nothing that says what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. But That's I you know, fair. I had a couple of hookups from it and then I was but it would bore me. Like I remember at one point I ran out I was swiping and I I ran out it ran out worse. of people in the area. It says like there's no one in your area. You've no judged one new in your everybody. Area. You and have, when you live in New York City, that's like a really bad feeling. You're like, oh no, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. yeah. Hours of your life go by and you look at it's dark outside. And you do, it's just <laughs> like a whole thing. Yeah. Tinder. It's like a black hole. Black hole. <laughs> in a good way. I yeah. Guess. I don't know. Uh, so I, I got on and I was only using, for, I, I, I stopped using it for like ever. I would very randomly check in. Yeah. And then um, I moved back to New York. I was like, let's jump back into the dating scene. Because yeah. I couldn't date when I was living in Jersey. Okay. You know, because no one's going to, no one wants to date a guy in New Jersey <laughs> who's in the city. <laughs> okay. No one wants that. Sure. But now that I was like, okay, I can, because me, I want, you know, hookups are fun. I'm not going to stop having sex just because I'm not. I don't have what I'm looking for yet because right. I really like sex. So right. I'm going to keep doing that. Sure. But, you know, I want something more. I want something serious. I want yeah. like love and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. So when I got back to say, I was like, let's jump in the dating pool. I'm curious. And there have been articles recently about Tinder and how like, oh, it can be a dating app. So I was like, no, yeah. let's give it a try and not just try to fuck people from Tinder. OK. That's like, yeah, that's <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. That's experimentation for me. It's, yeah. It's keeping my pants. Well, on. I, no, I mean, I think the whole thing and the, this was something that I really paid attention to after I started doing the online dating thing. And I only started doing that once I moved back to New York. Because I think I opened up an online dating page once when I was still living at home with my parents. And the first person on it was someone that I had, that I worked with. And I was just immediately just totally scarred from doing online dating. I, was, it, I feel like there's a stigma around it in other cities. But when you come to New York, everyone's... Because we're so busy. It's, you're busy. And then when, you go to the, when I go to the bar with my friends, I'm at the bar with my friends because I like my friends. Yeah. And I want to talk to them. And if I'm in a mood to like, oh, I want someone to buy me a drink, fine. I just want to be. And I don't right? trust anybody that comes up and talks to me and, oh, let me buy you guys drinks. And like, I don't want, I don't want that. So I think this was the way for people just to kind of streamline and get to what they want and actually be with a person that didn't just 
you know, sleuth up behind them and try to like order them drinks and sleuth up. Yeah. There's so many, you've had a lot of good, so many people doing that. Um, but I think it like, it really made me think about dating in general. And I feel like when now all the, the rules I'm doing air quotes, but like (laughs) no one can see them, um, about dating just aren't a thing anymore. Like there's Mm. no rules when it comes to dating. And there used to be that, Oh, you know, don't sleep with a guy on your first date. If you really want to be with him, make him wait for a month. And there's all these weird timeframes for things. And don't answer the text message. Don't call him back. And he has to wait three days. And none of that stuff is a thing anymore, which is good. And it's bad because there's so much like ambiguity that you don't know, but there's, you know, why do you think it's bad? I think it's bad because to not have these games. Because what those rules are, it's all part of a game. It is part of the so game. So now why why do you think it's bad that we're starting to that some people are starting to not play games and just be real? So I probably didn't say that right, because I don't think no, that's okay. bad. I think and for the very first time. Don't worry ever, about what they think about you. They're no, not gonna find you later. Yeah. I don't know. But no, I'm saying like and with this with with my boyfriend now, for the very first time in any relationship ever, there's no there's no games. I feel like I've always grown up and tried to be like very coy and like, how could you not know what the shrug of my shoulder meant? I was blinking rapidly. You should know that I'm upset. <laughs> and it's like, who, come on. That's not a, that's not a thing that people pay attention to. No one, he's not being offensive. He didn't see you blinking. Like it's mm. not, you know, and so this for the first time, what did blinking mean though? I don't know. Probably meant I was <laughs> anxious. I don't know. There's someone out there right now who is, is <laughs> leaning forward be like, wait, what did the blinking mean? Because, I need to know that she's doing it and you have the answer. <laughs> I can only hope that someone is hanging on my words like that. But um, <laughs> I think now having, and I guess I don't know where I was going with it before because my point is the exact opposite of what I think I said. And okay. that Good. I think that now, well, I guess now it forces people to just be open and honest because there are all these different avenues people can go down. Are you only seeing me on Tinder? Are we only having sex? Like what are all like the things in dating like what are they Mm -hmm. and this forces people just to be up front because you don't want to you know you want to say hey when you do that it made me feel like this don't do that and it just people do it and it makes it so much easier and this is the first time i've had a relationship where i feel like i can just say what i'm actually thinking and what i actually mean and it's really cool and i think this whole new dating world has really forced me into that (laughs) Well, I think the hookup culture is like part of the thing that's helped, you know, and some people say there's good and bad. There's a lot of bad parts about the hookup culture yeah. that goes on now. But I think part of the thing that helped out was that like it broke down a lot of these things like those quote unquote rules. Yeah. <clears throat> things like you can't fuck on the first date. Yeah. Um, that like uh, um, that in a relationship can't pr- come out of a hookup. I mean, yes. my only real girlfriend, <laughs> serious 14 uh, month relationship. Came out of a girl that, like, I was at a, a day party and we made out and we hooked up a couple times and then we started dating. Yeah. Uh, it used to be that, you know, a g- I mean, if you were back in the 50s and I was wearing, like, a nice <laughs> a nice brown suit and yeah. I was, like, I don't know, like, on Masters of Sex. And, it's like, if I, if I had sex with a random woman at the bar or at, like, a frat party, I wasn't allowed to really date her in my mind because yeah. I had to 
put her in this box of like being some skank. Yeah, I think that's that, even like, more recently than that, though. I mean, even within the past like 10 years, yeah. that stuff has changed. And I think and that was definitely in the back of my mind, though, that I was like, don't sleep with them. Don't sleep with them. Don't sleep with them. But fuck it. If you want to if, if you want to sleep with the guy, yeah. if you want to have sex with him, go fuck him. It's right. fine. No and one I cares. Figure, and it's really hard to get my head around that, that if he actually liked me and if I actually like him, we can still date. Like we don't yeah. have to. It doesn't have to end just because we've done that. And I think there's so much pressure around I, I don't know what it's like for for guys but for for women I think it's a lot of pressure and a lot of that and pressure sending for what? signals to not do the wrong thing I guess well I, I mean I know I feel pressure because I know if I do yeah. the wrong thing they may not come back again yeah. or if a guy who's only trying to have sex and he's worried that she's not going to sleep with him because he right. did the wrong thing right um there's you know, a lot a lot of that yeah all that shit i don't think it's healthy i think no, it's bad it makes dating really way more difficult than it has to be Absolutely. uh now i'm not saying you have to go fuck people like on first dates i'm not saying right. to go off and just bang whoever sure no one's at no, no i one's like that. i don't i don't <laughs> I don't have sex on first dates. That's yeah. like a rule I have. Okay, that's I'll your do, rule. I'll do all sorts of things. <laughs> I'll do pretty much everything else. Okay. I don't care. Okay. But if I'm going to, the first time I hook up with someone, I'm not going to have sex with them. Okay. And it's not for like a moralistic thing. It's like I have my own personal reasons. Sure, it helps that's me not have one night stands and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like I have, uh, I have those rules, but it's not because it's a rule. It's because it's. My rule, like if yeah. a woman doesn't want to have sex on a first date because she that she has her own reasons, yeah, that's her thing. But uh, you know, I think there is something to be said for taking it slow. Mm-hmm. But you know, don't do it because fucking past generations are pointing their finger at you yeah. saying that you should do it because that's what you want to do. Uh, we were like uh, last week's guest and I were talking about how like you, you shouldn't have to feel pressured to have sex, but also like on the same end. Don't feel pressured to not have sex just because. Right. And that's why I think is really important because I think yeah. it's part of that whole kind of slut shaming culture where it's like we're yeah. still slut shaming people like Bell Knox for doing porn while we're beating off to her. Sure. You know what I mean? But yeah. we're we're very slowly progressing out of that where it's like, yeah, she's got her own sexuality. She's allowed to go off and use it. Yeah. Well, I think there's something too also that. I feel like with online dating, everything is so accelerated. Like it's not as if you're meeting someone for the first time and you're three months of courtship. Hi, how? Yeah, exactly. It's done in like a week. You're knowing and you're you're learning intimate details when your only source of communication initially is text message or phone. You have to have a connection with someone to talk on the phone, Mm -hmm. especially someone you don't know. You can't just go rambling on. Like I won't listen. You you can't just like call someone. That's weird now, right? That almost feels invasive. It well. I like I like a phone call, but I think no, that I am not saying, but I'm saying like a, yes. like if I called a girl who I went on one date with, she Whoa, might feel buddy, a little weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Send me, me a not. Snapchat, don't please. Like, come <laughs> on, what are you doing? Um, well, I think that it's. I mean, like you know, when I met my boyfriend, I already knew a lot about him, and I feel like when I was going on, I guess I don't know if I've ever gone on a first date with a total stranger, but there's so much so much foundation that's already there and yes it's not you know a sturdy foundation because you haven't actually known them and experienced things together but you know a lot about them and you know personal details and you know things going into it oh i know this hang-up that he has because we've been talking for weeks already so i feel like there's that immediate connection that people have if they have done something like tinder and they text for a while or talk on the phone when you meet them you're kind of already and I You're think that, in. I think that it's a it's a really good thing in some in some regards that you yeah. already get to jump ahead to learn some of those things. At the same time, I think 
I think it's fine to want to know those things early. But I think the bigger picture, the bigger effect, and it's not just with online dating. It's a lot of things. It's, um, it's Snapchat. It's Twitter. It's a lot of these types of things. They're making our attention span so much shorter. They're mm-hmm. making, we need it right now. I need it this second. I mean, if your phone, if you try to send a text message right now, and if it stalls on you and takes more than two seconds to send, you're probably standing there with your phone be like, why is it fucking sending? Yeah, I'm already right? on the phone like, with Verizon trying re- to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, rem- I remember when I didn't have a cell phone. Or I, I, remember when, uh, I remember when loading a web page took a minute or two on dial-up. Mm. And, and now it's like my internet, and even me, if I, if I try to refresh Facebook for the 13th time in an hour and it takes more than a minute, yeah. I'm freaking, more than a couple seconds, I'm, just, I'm like, what the fuck? There this are is- things I just won't do. If I click on something and it's taking, I don't know, 10 I'm not gonna seconds watch that video. to load, I'm not going to enjoy that picture because I don't want to wait for it. Yeah. And it could be a really great picture, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, seriously. Nothing is good enough to wait for a small amount of time, obviously. It's the like there's a, there's a really important article. It's only on time.com for mm-hmm. Time Magazine's website. It's the only place I'm going to get to see it. And you need to know it in order to stay alive for the next 12 <laughs> hours. But if it, if it pops up with a 30-second car ad, <laughs> fuck it. I'm not watching it. I guess I'm going to die. I would watch I'm the gonna car ad. I would watch the ad. Ugh. I yeah sorry I would watch the ad. I'm just like I could go alive. I could go w- look at 50 different websites right yeah. now in the time yeah. it takes me to watch that. No, it's true. And I think it, all that kind of you know online dating is only a small part of all of this yeah. stuff. But I think you know it takes it'll it'll turn a six month really a fail a six month relationship that was inevitably going to fail in six months now might fail in like two or three weeks. Yeah. Because no, you don't get to go on that journey anymore. Right. You're gonna figure out right now. We're so obsessed with like figuring out, well, is this the right answer rather than like, hey, why don't we just go experience it, man? Yeah. Like I, I, I specifically don't try to ask certain questions because I wait for like being on the date. Oh. Or because I'm like, well, let's why get all of it done Save right now? Some what of it, yeah. What are we gonna talk? What the fuck are we gonna talk about? <laughs> When when I get on the date, I know everything about you. Right. You've told me all your <laughs> shitty stories. You no longer have anything to discuss. Yeah. I've yeah. used up all of my date jokes are done. Like all my lines, all my, my bits, my date bits. Yeah. Gone if I just bang them out on, uh, on the chat. It's true. So I don't know. Um, so that's, a, that's the thing that frustrates me. But like I said, there's good and bad parts of it. Yeah. But we got to take the bad with the good. I just hope that we can all recognize that like... There once was a time period about 10 years ago, not even, that uh, things were a lot slower. Yeah. So I think it's nice to take – I like the efficiency, but I think if we could just take it slower, it might be more beneficial to us. Yeah. I mean there's all sorts of articles out about things that should be brought back kind of from old dating. And I think there's – There was yeah. – uh, yeah, we talked about that literally on last week's show – with Madeline, are you talking about the Life Buzz 10 Old Fashioned Dating Habits we yeah. should bring back? Oh, we I like we, that we went through those yeah. uh, last week and we, we went bit, piece by piece at which ones we thought yeah. should come back and which ones shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think some of those, it's some of them you want to bring back just because it almost feels like sentimental, but some I yeah. think were just like it would help slow things down. Yes. So yes. that's just what I think. Uh, do you, before we go, do you want to play, uh, play a game or two? Yeah. Do you like games? Okay. Sure. I want something new. Well, yeah, there's a game I... <clears throat> well, there's my, my, my favorite game to play is called Cast That Porn. Okay. Where I tell, like, describe a, 
a porno that I had seen recently. Sure. And uh, are we playing this game, or you're just talking well, about it? Well, I I didn't prepare to play it today. Okay, let's play something else. But I'm trying to think if there's a if there's a porno that I've seen recently. Okay. But all I can think, all that's coming to my head right now is Bell Knox's shitty video. Okay. Um, do you know who Bell Knox is? She's that the Duke porn star. Okay, yes. So um, I'm totally hey sister, that is your thing. You yeah. are, have the right to do that. That's your body. You should not be shamed for doing it. Mm. Having said that, you're not really good at porn. Uh, like, <laughs> that's my opinion on the bell knocks thing. It's I like, seen I it. totally support your right to fuck on camera. I just, just don't think you're better. very good at it. Yes. Yeah. Be a better porn star. Yeah. Be a porn. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, don't go on a platform for it if you're just mediocre at best. I mean, you got to <laughs> just try a little, a little more. I mean, I'm obsessed with the bell knock story because I think it's great. I just, yeah. you know, and when I. It took me forever. I was ranting and raving, being like, this is bullshit. This is slut shaming. And I watched the video and I was like, well, maybe she, she should stop doing porn. <laughs> like, not because it's porn, just because, yeah. like, it's not your calling, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. You, you, weren't, might, you might have other skills. She went stripped in, um, I think, at the Hustler Club, like, a couple months ago, right? Yeah. It was like, like an event. She came out to strip. Larry Flint's. Yeah, here. Larry Flint's Hustler oh. Club on the West Side. And, uh, yeah, but, the, you know, she got poor reviews because she's not a good stripper. Wow. But she's articulate. She's very smart. So yeah. I hope she does something else. Not because it's morally better. Right. Um, you know, I just realized in that moment that I think for a very long time in my life, I've been saying the word moralistically, and it's not a word. The adverb is morally, and well, I feel like an idiot. You know, there's all different words now that people are <laughs> coining and whatever. But so, so Bell Knox, you know, not very good. Um, so I'm just thinking, she has like those, I, I watched one video of her, um, blowing a guy and I saw another one of her doing a threesome and it was just very lackluster. Yeah. Um, I don't have, but I don't have a porno lined up in my head. So. No problem. Let's play something different. Okay. So we could play one or two of uh, any of these three games. So okay. you, I'll, I'll tell you the game names and you tell me which ones. There's um, Fakesies. Okay. Uh, creepy PM's Theater. <laughs> That's where I uh, we read creepy PMs. What's fakesies? Fakesies is where you fake an orgasm. I'm likely going to pass on that one, but I haven't had number three yet. As so. a man. Huh. Let's hear number three. <laughs> no one's wanted to play fakesies yet. I can't imagine It's why. almost starting to become a, a thing on the show where... You'll the, get someone bold who will do it. It's not me, but you'll get if, somebody. If this keeps happening long enough, I'm almost not going to want anyone to do it. Yeah, but I really do because I want to hear someone try to fake a guy's orgasm. But um, you'll find someone, I'm sure. Uh, you know that is the theme of the show is hoping I find someone <laughs> right. in life. So. Your perfect match is going to be the girl that plays fake seeds. I feel like we should have been together. If only on that date I had asked you to fake a male orgasm. Yeah. You guys I could be known. together. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, the other game is uh, marry fuck kill. Uh, okay. Now, I didn't create that game, but sure. it's a, oh, it's a goodie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's let's play the let's, two let's, games that aren't me faking a male orgasm. Okay. Um, thanks for being understanding about that yeah let's actually let's just do marry fuck kill I've got a few I've got a few rounds okay okay let's hear this Um, okay marry fuck kill obviously if if you listeners aren't familiar with the game I list three people you tell me who you're gonna marry who you just wanna bang out with and who you just wanna put bang out bang out (laughs) Um, there was another list out recently of like the I think it was the hundred or the fifty. Buzzfeed did like the fifty-two best um, ranked like ways to say have sex. Oh, um, Buzzfeed, bang out was up there. Um, okay. 
and then the the one that you want to put six feet under. So the first one, <clears throat> I want to hear. I want to hear explanations. Okay. The Hangover Crew: Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm probably gonna marry Bradley Cooper. Okay. It's um, an obvious choice. Yeah. Um, Why? He's he just seems like a good guy and he's seems he's like just a good guy. he's dashingly handsome and he's the kind of handsome that will continue to get more handsome I imagine with and age yeah yeah he's like gonna Leo be like a distinguished yeah he looks like Leo because Leo's so like great. fifty I think is he no he's, no no but no Brad Pitt's fifty well he's he looks great too yeah yeah so good okay. for good for them um let's see I guess I would bang out. Ed and kill Zach. I don't know. You, Zach is so fu- great. I almost would like want to marry Zach because I feel like my life would be so fun. And he just—I don't know. And I feel like you know. I feel like. Wait, let me switch. Okay, let me try. Okay. Hold on. Let's, let's, we'll start I, over. I just had like a moment of panic where I killed the wrong man and I married <laughs> the wrong guy. And so I would. You're, you're at the you altar. And be like, I killed the wrong man. I should have married Zach. You, Zach, you, you marry Zach. I want to marry Zach. Okay. I want to bang out Bradley Cooper. I, I like how you've I'll been kill. avoiding the word "fuck." It's very, very fun. I, I know you don't like swearing. I I don't it's not like it, but I just I don't want to be like that girl who swears a lot on the podcast. I don't know. I like I like I how you like li- a weird robot. You, I like how you do- you listen to only the Nikki episode, and you're like, I just don't want to be like. She was swearing a lot. It's fine. People are different. Everybody likes different things. Um, yeah. So that's my Hangover Crew. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the thing with Zach is, I and, and you said you wanted to fuck Bradley Cooper, so uh, I feel yeah. like I feel like Zach Galifianakis, you'd have this fun life, and he'd yeah. be cool with kind of an open thing, so he'd yeah. let you fuck Bradley. He might even videotape you watching could do that. Bradley. Yeah. Because that's his like weird kinky thing. Yeah. He likes to kind of watch. He's a cuckold. He likes to watch sure. you with other men. I think your life would just be a mystery and exciting and fun. And like it might get tiring if he's doing characters a lot. Yeah, but yeah. I think it would be fun. And that's my that's my Especially final choice. Has... And I feel really good about okay. it. Okay. I, I like that. I do. Yeah. I like your choices there. Yeah. Um, next one. Uh, 21st century presidents. So the, the three that we've had. Bill sure. Clinton, George W. Bush, and Big old Barack Obama. Oh God, I would marry Obama. Okay, marry Obama, Obama for sure. And this was this was silly. Um, I would have sex with Bill Clinton. Of course. Because I, hey, I'd have sex with Bill Clinton. Yeah, I just he was yeah. the keynote speaker at my graduation, oh. and I almost came in my seat <laughs> in, in Yankee Stadium. I was like, oh. wow. No, sorry. What a he, moment. He's my yeah. favorite modern day president. Oh, he's so. just he's great. I wouldn't marry him because. You know Bill. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to stray. We don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> so couldn't really put my life in his hands. Um, and I guess I would kill Bush. I, I mean, who? Whatever. Yeah. I don't have like ill will towards him. But Are I just, you a Republican? I, no, I'm not. Okay. I identify, I'm a registered independent. I like how you almost so identified like it was a sexuality. You almost like, I identify as a pansexual, <laughs> uh, independent. It was a weird moment, but I, um, yeah, I, yes. Okay. Presidential choices, locked and loaded. Feeling good. I agree with those as well. I like, good. we almost have the same taste in yeah, men, which weird. is weird because I'm not gay. I'm yeah. pretty sure. So it's, huh. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, my last ones, uh, the Kardashian sisters. Oh, Kim, Chloe, and uh, fuck off, uh, Courtney. Um, I would definitely marry Chloe because I love her. Really, she just wants love. Okay, Chloe. Um, this is this is the big one for me. Yeah, I would have sex with Kim. Okay, although I didn't see her sex tape, so like I don't know if she's any good. I don't know her deal. Okay, I feel like she might be kind of like a princess. You know what? You wouldn't want a pillow you know princess. What? Let me let me change that. I would. 
have sex with Courtney and I would kill Kim. Yeah. Because killing Kim. <laughs> no, it's that's not. the only one I cared about. Yeah, but it's just because I think Courtney would be kind of more adventurous, and I feel like Kim would be kind of like a princess. Yeah. So I, you yeah. know. Oh, you agree? Do I people mean, agree with that that she's a princess? I mean, I agree that Kim is. Uh, I my reasoning for picking Kim the kill is because we need to as a society if we're going to progress yeah, we I have to an, kill Kim Kardashian yeah I don't I'm not like affected by her fame or her weird life I don't really care yeah. but um by the yeah. way I anyone listening I don't know why I'm looking over here there's no one over there the plant um, you're talking to my aloe plant <laughs> uh when I say kill Kim Kardashian I don't mean seriously no one needs to show up <laughs> at my house I mean metaphorically we need to kill this it's woman it's a game uh I think I would have married Courtney, because she seems like she'd be the better wife, and Chloe is the monster. Like, no, I, Chloe just wants love. Yeah, because she's the big Goonies monster. No, she's like, not she's, anymore. No, she still is. She's, she's tall. She's a tall girl. You I want, love you want Chloe. To, I work. I work. Chloe seems like she's a good cook, and Courtney seems like she'd always be pushing like lentils and like tofu and like weird food on me. And but it almost it would almost be fun to like eat a hamburger behind her back. Like that was my former. I feel like that would be adventure for like yeah, I'm having this burger. Okay. I don't give. Yeah. I, I get know. it. But and I that's li- why I, I have like to I, fuck Chloe. I feel like I like Chloe better. Sure. She's a sweetheart. But yeah. I don't want to... I just feel like she would take care of me. I don't know. <laughs> she would. That's how I feel. I feel like that. that's where we're going to differ. Fine. On Agree the, to disagree. On that version of Marry, Fuck, Kill. All right. So be But it. I loved your first two. <laughs> Those were great. Those okay. were fucking okay. awesome. Great. Those are amazing. <laughs> Thank, uh, th- this was fun. I'm yeah. so happy to see you again. Uh, yeah, this was and, so nice. This Thank was you so much. Thank you for doing the show. Of course. My All pleasure. Right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. But you're going to hear me in like literally a second because I do an outro. So, bye. <laughs> uh, what, what a treat. Sitting down with Emily, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Certainly fun for me. Guys, again, if you if you enjoyed the show, you want to send me any questions or comments or just outright rages, feel free to email the show at uh, over at manhorpod at gmail.com. Be sure to sign up for the mailing list uh, d- at com. Stay up to date with any uh, Manhor podcast news. Super exciting stuff. Again, also, if you have any questions for Dr. Sana Vangalova on her work on non-monogamy and what she calls mostly heterosexuality, definitely email the show, and I'll be sure to ask her when uh, when I sit down with her this weekend. And if you don't already, guys, please, uh, please do follow me on Twitter at TheBillyPresita. I say some funnies from time to time. Come say hello. Use the hashtag ManHorrorPodcast. Let me know that you're a fan. Uh, and as I tell you to every week, or I ask, implore, and plead, uh, please do uh, subs- make sure you're subscribed to the Manor Podcast, the Sex Positive Quest for Love, on whatever podcatcher app that you enjoy listening to, or over on iTunes or SoundCloud. Please, uh, if you can, leave me a review, leave a little rating, a little comment. Let's me know what you think about the show. Let's other know- people know that you enjoy the show. Helps them find it too for themselves. So they can have something fun to listen to while they make dinner in Oregon during a sexual awakening. So as always, tune in every Wednesday uh, or or Thursday. Thurs- I'll I'll settle for Friday. If you guys listen over the weekend, by just by Tuesday, tune in by Tuesday, and I'll be here every week 
sitting down with another lovely lady talking about plenty of fun, salacious topics. Now I'm going to go uh, enjoy my last little bit of time before getting back to the States because, guys, it's, it's fucking beautiful out here. Haven't seen one fat person yet. Did I just fat shame in the closing seconds of my show? Possibly. Love you guys. Uh, stay slutty. Stay slutty.